thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, only you can steal. My soul says this morning, Lord, I thirst to be in your presence once again. Thank you for this beautiful day that you have given to us. Scripture says that this is the day that you have made. And that, Lord, you will cause us to rejoice and be glad in today. And so, Father, we thank you for the blessings of today. Your word says that you daily load us with benefits. So we thank you for the blessings of today, for the benefits of today, for the grace to come into your presence, for the grace to cry out, Abba, Father. We thank you for the precious blood of Jesus shed upon the cross of Calvary by which we are able to come this morning. We thank you for the precious Holy Spirit. We thank you for the breath in our nostrils. We thank you for the food on our tables. We thank you for all things, O God. Thank you because you are Jehovah Jireh. Lord, you are the one who provides for us. You are the one who supplies all our needs. We give you glory. Thank you because you are the one who is I am. You are the one worthy to be praised, worthy to be glorified, worthy to be magnified in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we ask this morning that as we read our Bibles, And as we learn again in your presence, we ask for wisdom, we ask for understanding, we ask you will grant us discretion in your presence, and let your name be glorified in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right, let me say a big welcome to everyone joining into devotion this morning. I am Murphy Eyenike. We continue our study, yes, our study, commentary, and reading of the New Testament. We are currently in the book of Mark. Thank you to everyone joining this morning. I hope you're doing well. A big thank you to everyone joining us for the first time. However you found this podcast, I pray this morning that the Lord will bless you. I pray that there will be increase in your life. And I pray that in everything you do, you will be fruitful in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. All right, let's continue this morning. Yesterday, we completed Mark chapter 12. Today, we will be taking Mark chapter 13. Mark chapter 13 is the parallel of Matthew chapter 24. So if you've read Matthew chapter 24, then this is the parallel of, of that, uh, of that old chapter. In Mark chapter 13, Jesus speaks about the future. Yes, about the future. Let's see what Jesus said. Yes, again, there is a lot of argument back and forth in the body of Christ. What did Jesus mean about this time? Does this confirm that there will be a rapture or not? Um, is the church going to be here for, for the whole of this great tribulation? Or will Jesus appear once 
and take his church home. Mm. So, so quite a, a lot of arguments back and forth here and there. My advice is pay attention to the word of God. Yes, read your Bibles, pay attention to it. But I, whatever you believe, whether you believe in the pre-tribulation rapture, you believe in the mid-tribulation rapture, or you believe in even a post-tribulation, in that that was everyone will be here together, the church and the nation of Israel will suffer together, and then in the end, Jesus comes to take his own home. Whatever you believe, Jesus says, watch and pray. Yes. All right. Let's read this morning. Mark chapter 13 says, As Jesus was leaving the temple that day, one of his disciples said, Teacher, look at these magnificent buildings. Look at the impressive stones in the walls. Jesus replied, Yes, look at these great buildings, but they will be completely demolished. Not one stone will be left on top of another. Okay, so that prophecy itself will be fulfilled within the next 40 to 70 years as Titus, you know, comes to attack Jerusalem and eventually his son, his son destroys destroys the wall. It was a massive war. I'm telling you, very terrible war. It destroys the walls of Jerusalem and eventually pulls down, pulls down the temple. So yes, it was the Romans, the Romans that accomplished that accomplished this prophecy that Jesus just made. Not one stone will be left on top of another. Okay, so that's one way of seeing it. The other way of seeing it is to realize that the temple will not be standing by the time everything that Jesus said comes to pass. But I think I will stay with the first one that he was talking about about that first temple. Okay, because you would have to agree with me that along the line, he mentioned the abomination of desolation that Daniel spoke about in the book of Daniel, and that abomination of desolation, everyone in the church, okay, it doesn't matter what, whether it is post, pre, or, or mid-tribulation, we all agree that that is referring to the person of the Antichrist. Okay, so along the line, that temple will be standing again for that man to be to to be able to stand in the place where he, he ought not to be standing. Yes, to go into the temple and desecrate it. So because that temple has been destroyed, we know that it means most likely that Israel is going to rebuild its temple. So the minute the temple is rebuilt, eh? In the nation of Israel. <laughs> oh, Jesus. The end is very near. Since later, Jesus sat on the Mount of Olives across the valley from the temple. Peter, James, and John, and Andrew came to him privately and asked, and asked him, Tell us, when will all this happen? What shall, what sign will show us that these things are about? To be fulfilled. Remember that the question Jesus is answering, first of all, is it he had told them that look, 
at this great building, but they will be completely demolished and demolished, sorry, and not one stone will be left on top of another. So that is what they come back to ask him. But in answering them, Jesus is not only answering when, in fact, when you read Matthew chapter 24, it practically feels as if Jesus does not answer the demolition of that temple and pays by far more attention to answering when a second coming is going to be. Yes, when the Antichrist will appear and show himself. So that day, the asking tell us when will all this happen and what will be the sign that these things are about to happen, are about to be fulfilled. And that was why the church was certain that Jesus was going to come back in that time. So because they connected Mark and Matthew together, when they asked him this question in the book of Mark, when they asked him this question in the book of, in, sorry, in the book of Matthew, it was what was going to be the sign of his return. Let me quickly read it. Yes, Matthew chapter 24. Matthew chapter 24, verse 3 says, Later, Jesus sat on the Mount of Olives. His disciples came to him privately and said, Tell us when will all this happen? What sign, what sign will signal your return and the end of the world? You see that? What sign will signal the will signal your return and the end of the world? Compare that and contrast it with the question that they have asked him here. They said, Tell us when will all this happen? What sign will show us that these things are about to be fulfilled? In other words, talking about the destruction of the temple. So Jesus answers Matthew chapter 24, answers almost totally about the signs of his return and the end of the world. Okay, so yes, please just note that, that 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 is the two questions that Jesus is answering as he gives them all of these details. Jesus replied, don't let anyone mislead you for many will come in my name claiming I am the Messiah. One of the signs that tells you that this is about to happen, Jesus is about all the signs of his return is drawing near, or the temple was about to be destroyed. Many will come and be claiming that I am the Messiah. And I say again that this applied both to the first temple and the second temple. Because the Antichrist will come, yes, after the Antichrist reveals himself for the first three and a half years when he has this agreement with the nation of Israel, he has, he reveals himself as the Messiah, the one that is able to bring peace to the world. And then his prophet reveals himself as the one who is able to do miracles. He brings down fire even from heaven with which the Bible says that he is able to deceive even the elects themselves. Okay? So Jesus said, for many will come in my name, claiming I am the Messiah. They will deceive many, and you will hear of you will hear of wars and rumors of wars, but don't panic. Yes, these things must take place, but the end won't follow immediately. The end, the end of what? You see why it was a big problem? 
it was a big problem to the early church and why they they were certain that the end that Jesus was referring to here is the eventual destruction of the temple, destruction of the, of the temple, and then Jesus was going to return. So that was what they were waiting for. That was why they were certain John was not going to die. He was going to see the return of Jesus. So yes, Jesus says yes, but the end would, won't follow immediately. Nations will go to war against nations and kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes in many parts of the world as well as famines. But this is only the first of the birth pains with more to come. You see, when these things begin to happen, watch out. You see that? Watch out. When they begin to happen, you need to watch out. That's why I said it doesn't matter what type of tribulation you begin, whether you believe or what type of rapture you believe in. The charge to all of us is to watch out. Watch out. He says you will be handed over to the local council and beaten in the synagogue. Was Jesus talking about the persecution that happens to the church? Happens to the church begins very shortly from now. It begins, the persecution of the church begins where they are now scattered all over the world and then the gospel of the kingdom literally goes all over the world. Is that what Jesus is referring to? Or is Jesus referring to the persecution that is going to come on believers, those who believe in his name, during the end time? Because here he is talking about synagogues. He's talking about synagogues. He said, you will be handed over to the local council and beaten in the synagogues. In other words, the nation of Israel at some point would join hand with their oppressors again. Or we join on in oppressing the believers, the believers in, in Jesus. He says, you will stand trial before governors and kings because you are my followers. You see that? They will be persecuted because they are followers of Christ. So is this referring to the something about 70 years after Jesus passed? Is that what this is referring to? Or is this referring to an event in the future? I say Prophecy, the way we see the dispensationalists sees prophecies, oftentimes it's like a fold. Okay, so that one prophecy can happen more than one time. And I think this prophecy was fulfilled when the temple was eventually destroyed. In fact, some of the events that happened with that temple are, are, are exactly what Jesus said. But I, I think when you fold it the other way, the other way, when you puncture this the other way, it is also speaking about something in the future. He said, but this will be your opportunity to tell them about me. For the good news must first be preached to all nations. Then the good news must first be preached to all nations or all people. He said, but when you are arrested and stand trial, don't worry in advance about what to say. Just say what God tells you at that time, for it is not you who, who will be speaking, but the Holy Spirit. Say a brother will betray his brother to death, a father will betray his own child, and children will rebel against their parents and cause them to be killed. And everyone will hate you because you are my followers, but the one who endures to the end 
will be saved. So the question you need to answer, if you are a post-tribulationist believer in the rapture, is Jesus saying that only those who make it to the end will be saved? Is that what Jesus is saying? Surely that can't be. That is not the template for salvation. So obviously Jesus is referring to something else. I say again, of course, naturally, you already know, I believe in a pre-tribulation rapture. Yes, I say again that Jesus is saying this to the nation of Israel because they will be left behind. By the time the rapture happens, Israel will know that Christians have been right all the while. And then massively, the nation of Israel turns to God. And that is where all of the persecution Jesus is describing will begin to happen. Okay, so um, I think we should stop here. I would like us to, to take to, because we have, we have 37 verses. Okay, let's take this up to 20. Let's take this up to verse, verse 20. And then we will stop, we will stop today. Okay, because the tribu- the great tribulation then begins. Jesus says, but the one who endures to the end will be saved. I say that at that point, G- the nation of Israel realizes that they missed their Messiah. And then they turn to him massively. The Antichrist undoes them, begins to destroy them. Those who endure to the end, the Bible says, will be saved. 14. The day is coming when you will see the sacrilegious object that causes desecration standing where he should not be. Standing where he should not be. Talking about a person, not an object. It is not. So, yes, there was one of the, the, the emperors who took a pig, a pig into into the temple in Jerusalem and sacrificed it on the altar to desecrate it in fulfillment of this scripture. But no, this scripture is referring to a person. The day is coming where you will see the sacrilegious object that causes desecration standing where he should not be. It will be the Antichrist standing where he ought not to be, where? In the temple. He will install his object, read the book of Revelation. It says that he will install his object in the temple. And then the false prophet will give life to the object of the, of the, of the beast of that it, so that it moves. And then people will bow down and worship it, and worship, in quotes, the God, worship the dragon, who gives gives so much power to, to the beast, the first and second beast, so that they are able to do these amazing things. It is standing where it should not be. Readers, pay attention. If you see this, pay attention. Though, then those in Judea must flee to the hills. A person out on the deck of a roof must not go down into the house to park. Why? You missed, for us, pre-tribulationists, you missed the rapture. You are going to be here for the whole of the tribulation. A person out in the field must not return even to get a coat 
how terrible it will be for pregnant women and for nursing mothers in those days and pray that your flight would not be in winter for there will be greater anguish in those days than at any time since God created the world and it will never be so so great again. In fact, unless the Lord shortens that time of calamity, not a single person will survive. But for the sake of his chosen ones, he has shortened those days. We all agree, whatever type of rapture we believe in, we all agree that this is talking about the great tribulation. The great tribulation is going to be so bad. It's going to be so terrible that, look, you won't want to wish it on your enemy. It's going to be a time when literally, literally the voice of God the devil will seek to silence it in this world. And everyone who claims they have the light of God, speaks the name of God, is hounded, is persecuted. You see the way technology is going, where they are able to literally monitor everything. You will not be able to hide unless you separate yourself and cut yourself literally from the world. Ha ha. Okay, so you will not want to even wish it on your enemies. But the Bible says... That because of the elect, those days are shortened. They are already shortened. Why? We know it will be for seven years. Three and a half years of false peace where the Antichrist enter into an agreement, a covenant with the nation of Israel. Surely he's not going to become the abomination of desolation at that time. For those of us who believe, believe in the in the pre-tribulation pre rapture, we say that this event it was, is what begins the great tribulation. The Antichrist finally reveals his true color. He reveals his true color three and a half years into the seven years agreement. Reveals his true color. The, the person that he is, the beast that he is, reveals it to the, the nation of Israel, goes into the temple, desecrates it, Jesus says, when Jews see that, you will notice that whether it's in Matthew, whether it's in, in, in Mark here, the church is not mentioned. Everything Jesus is talking about, he's talking about synagogues, he's talking about, he's talking about the nation of Israel. That is why we say that the church will not be here for all of this. Hallelujah. All right, let's stop here today. And I want us to just take the words of Jesus with us to heart this morning as we go. Jesus says, watch, watch. Whether you believe, see, some of the sharpest arguments I've, I've witnessed on Twitter, on my account, on my platform, has been on the subject, on the tribulation, on the rapture. So whether you believe in a pre-tribulation rapture, Okay, or post-tribulation, whatever one you believe, surely you take the words of Jesus seriously. Watch. Watch. Jesus already told them what? Watch, watch and pray so that you don't fall into temptation. So whenever he was telling them to watch, he was telling them to both prepare and be prayerful. And that is why those of us who believe in pray, we say be prayerful. Be watchful. Don't be caught unawares. 
Don't be caught unawares. Don't be caught living your life however you want so that that day catches you unprepared. I pray this morning that each one of us will be ready for that day. When Jesus comes to take his church home, whether it's a rapture, whether it's at the end of the tribulation, I pray that each one of us will be prepared for him in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that the Lord will open our eyes of understanding so that we will be enlightened and sensitive to his spirit during this time in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we say thank you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right, thank you so much for listening today. God bless you. Enjoy your day.